podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a Stark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickups. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Good afternoon, good day, good whatever time you're listening to. This is the club brought to you in association with Red's Bet, a betting site tailor-made for Liverpool supporters. Red's Bet aims to share half its net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes, no matter what the fans end up the winner. Check out redsbet.com or download their app, Share the Glory, Gamble Responsibly. I'm in the bunker tonight. I'm Andy Young, your host, making trippers fun again. <laughs> on the decks, we've got Gavin on the mic. In number one position, we've got Phil Casey. Number two position, Ray Dickinson. And number three, Shawnee Lawson. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Jurgen Klopp, Graham Sunas, previewing the games, and a little bit extra. So, tonight, we'll start off with uh, Klopp. There's been a few comments in the media from his agent. Uh, make what you want of them. But talked about things like... Um, managing his national team and the time he has left in his contract. Kind of standard stuff when contracts are being talked about. But we may as well have a chat about it. Klopp's obviously massively important to the club now and every bit that's happened. You know, Sean, you're an emotional fan like I am. (laughs) (laughs) What has Klopp done for Liverpool? Apart from the football, just, you know, how he's connected everyone. It's... I don't think I'd be exaggeration if I said it's it's Shankly and Paisley levels. I, I really do believe that early doors because he came in. Uh, we didn't know kind of what direction we were going in. Uh, everyone was on the owner's back. And it was just one of them things where it ended up being the perfect perfect marriage. Like when we were first linked to Klopp, nobody, like, we didn't believe it. And then he came in, and then there was the fourth press conference, and we all had a pain in our ass and sound bites after Rogers' last year and a half, and he was just talking pony, yeah. basically for eighteen months. And then Klopp came in, and it was the whole doubters to believers, and then it just kind of. And then we seen West Brom two all at home, and he he kind of created that relationship between the cup. And and the, that this group of players now, and he got a bit of stick over it. Yeah. But then in Madrid, we seen it come full circle, and even before then, Barcelona, Anfield. Yeah. It was kind of like full circle. Yeah. And like literally every season that Klopp has been here, 
he's hit his target and he's taken gambles along the way and he was doubted through then I oh, should have maybe should have reinforced in January maybe we should have done this in the summer maybe and he's answered every single question yeah. and the club is buzzing again yeah he's like, the end of the week for us to just trust him and then the, there's the other sort of like the, the owners as well um, they deserve great praise because I remember going over to Anfield and when you, when you used to sit in the main stand you used to be shoveled in this little gate down the side and you'd be behind a 10 foot wall with a barbed wire fence at the top and then like a smelly red, red brick building <laughs> where you go into your seat in the main stand yeah. and if you walk around Anfield now it's just a joy like the new main stand the new shop the whole area is rejuvenated it just feels like that when club came in we went up yeah. levels he was perfect for that transition yeah, from, like, you know, the old and the... Exactly, like, it, it wasn't even a, a, a sh- like I said I said before, like, managers are brought into steady ships, well, he's at the rebuilding the ship, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think we um, we all drained him coming in at the time, thought it was unrealistic that he'd ever take over Liverpool, but in hindsight now, it's a bit of a marriage, like, you know, he kind of... Yeah. yeah, it really is. Like, he resonates with the fans and, yeah. and the city and everything else. Like, Ray, you're from the city. Yeah. You know, talk to us about well, that. I think he just got the, the, the sort of the philosophy and the kind of the work ethic that that kind of is deep-seated in, in, in people from that city sort of thing. Um, I think he made, you know, he made it his business to understand... Um, what what makes us sort of tick as fans, and, and I think Rafa was the, you know the last manager to get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what Rodgers did was, was his own different way of going about things, and he and he almost brought us a tr- you know the ultimate trophy that we crave. Mm-hmm. But it but it but it you know when it didn't work out, his flaws were very quickly kind of established. Really, um, I mean, like. What what I'm what, you know what impresses me about Klopp is obviously he comes out and he makes his statements at the beginning you know right at the start in his sort of opening press conference around delivering a title of some description in four years. Now he left it to the very last game of those four years to deliver a, a, a title. Well, he said a title, and then he later right. clarified that as a trophy. Yeah. So so he's kind of. Like that's the ultimate you were saying about his his goals, his, his his seasons goals, but but that was kind of his ultimate goal, and he and he and he got us there. And I guess um, he hasn't won us the league. We came within a point. We came as close as you you can really. But there's no doubt in the style of football and the fact that he has reconnected the fans um, with the club really and, and everything that goes with it I mean even me you know I became very kind of like nonchalant about following Liverpool and, and being able to go to games and stuff like that but I'm like craving going to games again um, you know I never you know I'd obviously reached a stage in my life where buying shirts and that wasn't important but now I'm buying shirts again do you know things like that and I, and I think you know just it's not just what's being a accomplished in terms of the results it's just the whole atmosphere around the club yeah. that's 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 i think a lot of it is to do with Klopp and um look he's obviously now in a position where he can negotiate from a, a really you know a, a position of strength basically a really good place for him um and uh, uh, 
I don't see him getting above his station. He just doesn't strike me as that type of person. Do you know what I mean? And, and obviously, yeah, these little things about what what he may want to do in the future, blah, blah, blah. I think that's just highlight. You know, it's a bit of a negotiation tactic. But I think at the end of the day, the deal will get done yeah. that we all want. Do you, think, do you think it's just purely the agents just getting out there from their perspective? Yeah, without being too, like, without, without being too kind of, you know, um, shady about it, you know what I mean? It's still three years, you know. Still, that, we yeah. The whole thing that I found actually interesting, and it was kind of agent's way of saying to FSG or however, is no, no, negotiating the contract. It's like, how can anyone afford Klopp from what he's done to Liverpool? Like, we were awarded 900 million when he took over, mm. and it's something like 2.8 billion now. Oh, and he, he's at the forefront of that, like, no matter what way you put it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So next season is his fifth season, yeah, and he's got another two after that. Seven years with the yeah. one manager, it's rare these days. Phil, would you uh, extend him. his contract? Sack him. <laughs> Sack would him. you extend his contract? I think now we've hit the peak. <laughs> I think from here on, it's just downhill. I said, particularly with this this view of not signing players this summer, they need to all fuck off. I think it's an outrage that after winning <laughs> the Champions League, that we have a manager who's refusing to sign players. What's wrong with him? What's the money he's putting? Who, what's, uh, what's a fucking Brewster's millions? Like, what is that? I, mean, I don't know what that is. He's walking around with, with, with gold chains and he thinks he's in the fucking goldie looking chains. No, not I having it. Not having it. I think you'll find he's at the Gala Tunisia match right now. Scouting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see when he turned up yesterday in a pair of jeans and jumper and he's just laughing at the rest of them having to do lactate tests and everything? He was like, yep, how are you, lads? Great to see you back. Now, to be honest, Danny, like, uh, the way I see it, I think this is a big test from this season. When he was at Dortmund, um, things did start to go wrong in his fourth full season, right? And it was purely down to not what he was doing, but the team, his squad became a bit worn out in that they started to pick up a lot more injuries. Players started to pick up a lot more repetitive muscle injuries and, and ligament damage, right? And there was this concept that maybe the load that he put on them in matches, because of the high-intensity way that the teams played, that they became more prone and more more likely to pick up injuries over the course of the season. And that then followed into his, his fifth season where it, 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 he had a horrible six months and managed to turn things around in the last six months of his time in Dortmund and then he stepped away and took a break from it, right? And I <clears throat> I was um, I did, I was talking to Jess about it was not signing players. But I, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that he's learned his lessons. Mm. Everything that says to me, the, the difference I found with Klopp, and I think it's probably the, the, the most fundamental difference in a manager that we've had is that it just feels like he knows what he's doing, that his plan is going exactly how he set out to make it, right? A different manager, or with a bit more luck, he'd be sitting here with two Champions League trophies, a league title and a Europa League title. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a guy who's gotten us to a Europa League final, a League Cup final, two Champions League finals, and we finished runners up in the league. One of them. Yeah, there was the the, the League Cup final. Yeah. You know, we, we had a bounce of a ball away in those games. Yeah. from having four or five trophies. Yeah, on he could be he could be already like a hell of a lot more yeah. decorated. Than he could be Joe Fagan. Mm. So I mean, I think Ray yeah. talked about Rafa, and I think time and did Rafa. You know, the ownership of the club. You know, it didn't really work out for him. Mm. The timing at the moment for Klopp with City around is probably prevented him from winning the title. Definitely prevented him from winning the title, actually. Yes, yeah. but he's. Yeah. Th- he, but I accept that. But at the same time, I said last year, uh, the show after the, the game that was in Dublin, um, or the night before the game that was in Dublin, when when I was asked, did I think Liverpool were going to win the league? And, and 
a lot of the Anfield rap lads are saying, no, we're, I think we're going to win the league this year. And I said, I think we'll just fall short to see. I think where, mm-hmm. we, where, we, where we are different to them is that we don't have the same level of depth through our squad to compete on all fronts, whereas I felt that they had more depth. Yeah. And I'm hoping... I, I like I'm not getting into names, but I'm hoping that the lads who are injury prone in that squad get a good season where they don't pick up the same type of injuries that they've had throughout their career so far and and are, remain integral parts of this squad. Because if we did have a season of those guys not getting injured, we have another five or six first team capable starters in that team, right? Mm. But we are asking for them to do something that they haven't been able to manage throughout their whole careers. Yeah, and that's that's my only fear. Going back to what you said in the burnout in the fourth and fifth seasons at Dortmund, mm. like we didn't play that mad football last year. No, we we, no, we, 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 we did we did we did, uh, we, we did uh, early in Klopp's reign. Yeah, no, we but did. He's, not, he's, fa- he's, he's, he's found had, he's found a different formula when, now. When we hadn't got the defenders, we were like yeah. blowing teams out in twenty yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah. But many games last year to be just sit on the ball after going one nil up yeah. and just. Growing teams down, like yeah, I think he's learned from mistakes and he's learned from the job, and that's what I was saying. He took, he took loads of gambles in his early. Like remember the, I'm not sure it was 15, 16. Man, A's four season, um, we were right in the title race up until, and then it was that January when we, I don't think we scored a goal. Oh, we just yeah. fell apart. Just completely fell Mane apart, got yeah. injured, and I think, and he didn't. We didn't sign. I bring anyone in that window, and everyone was kind of like, "But like I'm saying, every gamble he's ever taken has yeah. has come yeah. off for him." Like you know what I mean? And in terms of not signing players, I think we've seen now with the club that if there's an issue that needs to be addressed, it will be addressed. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in the shape of Van Dijk, seventy five million, and then Allison. Bang! Just he just went out and got him, yeah. and it was time. It was time in a game with Allison, and I think that's what is uh, similar to this window was because Carrier's two threw uh, two two in the net in Kiev, mm. and then yeah. we went straight uh, according to reports. We went straight to Roma, and Roma knew like a pants were down, like <laughs> they're in the window, yeah. and they said we want ninety million. Yeah, at that stage the team are um last season he did rotate very well early yeah. on um, he's learned a lot from the busy Christmas period so I think that a lot of it was down to that you don't well I don't know I'm not a statistician myself but I do know sprints were down and more, you know Columbus no, Ram were down uh, we didn't we, we were leading the way we won every game in December like yeah, but his, 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 his strong December falls after the Christmas period. Yeah, January. Yeah, but that's normal for any team, It's not that with City. Yeah, because City was shit in December and had that wobble in December. They did have a massive wobble, yeah. Because And that's when it, the load of playing every two, three days, a game every three days. Once they, once in they January, got, there, there is a hangover. Sean, there, that's like, going to happen even more so because we've got the World Club Championship sandwich yeah, in the middle of December. I, everyone is saying that, but it's really only two extra games. It's, it's two extra, extra games, semi-final. and you mightn't play. You might play half a team exactly. really in the semi-final because you'd be playing. I don't know, Sam Boys FC or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you Do you play the winner <laughs> of this gigantic Tunisia game? Girl, I'll bring you in. Does does the the fact that he's going to be seven years, eight years at the club at the end of this deal, and they're probably offering him? We'll just speculate another two or three years. Does. Does it worry you that a manager ten years in a job still getting big money is still going to be as hungry, complacency, all of that? Would it worry you at all? Not really, Andy. We've we've seen it with a lot of foreign managers. Yeah, I'll move that down for you, would you? Don't push the microphone. Just just talk into it. Right? 
we've seen it with a lot of farm managers that can sort of take a few tenures and you know jump around clubs. But we think, as Sean has stated at the very start of it, he's got a love for his club. He's got a love for the fans. He, he's he's really well integrated. And I just think with, it, this is different to me anyway, mm. and, and I'm sure to a lot of people, probably not feel, but it feels, <laughs> it feels different. You know, he wants to do. He's he's fourth year now. He's won something, and now we're gonna. I feel we're pushing on from here. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. Madrid didn't feel like a crescendo like last year it's kind of like and even Van Dijk came out and said it immediately that this is kind of like only the beginning and I think Klopp feels that way as well because I was watching the first day of pre-season because I'm taking in LFC content at an ungodly rate at the moment (laughs) Um, as soon as that interview went up and he turns around he goes like I feel like a winner yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, he said last year I went on holidays and people are coming up and getting in pictures with me. I'm mm. like, oh, I'm sorry, but this yeah. time it was congratulations. He said mm. he feels like a winner, and mm. like he's just earned the full trust of every yeah. single supporter. Yeah. If he was in, if he was, if he was in any doubt whatsoever about like his connection to the club and and what you know what it means to people of Liverpool, Liverpool fans from everywhere, is that parade? You know, mm. if he if he had a shred of doubt, that parade to me just sort of showed yeah. exactly like what what he is what he's in charge of now. He's yeah. a, he's he's in charge of such a um, a runaway train almost at this yeah. point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it, I mean he he said he was the normal one as far as press conference. Yeah, and. Sitting at the back of the bus, like having a <laughs> The king of Merseyside, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sitting on the back of the bus, drinking a beer. I know. I mean, it's just, it's just. And he's already seen off, probably. What is he seen off? Like three or four Everton managers at this stage as well <laughs> since he's been there. Yeah. Well, like when you yeah. look at when you, the thing is, with like, <laughs> we could lose Van Dijk tomorrow. You can always buy a centre half. You look at the. Can you? You can, yeah. No, you can't buy. You can't buy Van Dijk though. No, but you can buy another centre half. Mm. There's loads of quality centre halves. But <laughs> if you look at Chelsea, you look at United, you even look at Arsenal. Like there's so few top class managers to choose from in in the game mm. at the moment that like it's even it's forcing clubs to take the gamble and go with like a younger type of yeah, managers. Yeah, you don't like, you know, at Chelsea. They didn't know what else like, to do. How many no, elite, you can count on one hand the many elite managers that actually is operating at the moment. How many is there? Really? So, but but a lot of the big names that they're on they're on the fall. You know yeah. what I mean? That they're stars on the wane, sort yeah. of thing. You know, there's there's not many where they're either kind of at the peak of the power. Him and Pep. Pep. Yeah. yeah. And then Zidane jumps ship and he's back now and he yeah. spent five billion euros this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Zidane. Look, I think Klopp like is as much in love with the club and the, the fans as we are with, with him. him. Yeah. I think like we said earlier on a marriage. I think he'll have a certain amount of duty you care about the future when he is exiting I think mm. he will yeah. leave when the club Steve, and go when Steve comes along over. well yeah be interesting look it's it's down the line hopefully it's it's more than five six seven years away hope but I never see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well like, but, uh, if, if we're having the same conversation in 2021 regarding Klopp's contract then I'll probably worry yeah but I yeah, think no yeah. matter what happens with Klopp now I think we can expect him to, not, to leave on his terms and yeah. if Klopp is leaving on his terms He's leaving the club in good hands. That's. Yeah. I don't think we need to look forward on Linders anyway. I know that's an early show, but the way care. Klopp talks about I'm, him, I'm going to be straight. The I way, don't, the I way don't, he talks about him until and the we get down to the experience he's going to gain year. over the next four yeah. or six years. I don't think we, until we get down to the last year, doesn't matter. I know. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm I mean, on, a genuine doesn't like matter. I said, I'm only jumping ahead, but the club are 
in a really, really strong position from the Klopp, very, very top. Klopp to is in a really strong position from the coast a massive contract yeah. on the club. Yeah. Like when when you step back from it all, yeah. if I'm his agent, that's why I'm throwing out those shouts. That's why I'm yeah. throwing out there's no transfer fee available, and I've I've more than trebled the value of this club, and I'm going to be expected rewarded because when you look at the top ten managers that's that's being paid out there, he only rates at number eight or nine. Mm. And for yeah. what he for what he's done for the mm. net spend that that club mm. has had yeah. under Klopp since 2016, yeah. right? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We've we've spent the least amount of money net spend out of all the top six clubs and we've come closest to win the league outside of the team that spent the most amount of money the thing, since 2008. The thing that strikes me is the, mm. um, With all the, money. the recruitment since he's come in has been mental. Yeah. Mm. Like, how many misses have we had? I know, yeah. I like, mean, everyone says Carrius, but at the end of the day, Carrius was a four million pound mm. goalkeeper. We yeah. got a four million yeah. pound goalkeeper. It was, like, it it was money ball stuff, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Kate, the... I won't lie, it's a worry to me yeah. at the moment, if I have to be mm. honest, because he doesn't seem to be durable bet enough. I bet you pick him if he was playing your five-a-side team, though. Yeah, absolutely, mm. but Liverpool aren't playing five-a-side football, Phil. There's a, there's a few warning signals <laughs> with Keita, but <laughs> it is only his first full season. Yeah. He had an injury. But you know. even at then, like the the success rate of the signs has been mental, and yeah. that's why I think that we're keeping the cards close to the chest, because you're mad if you think all the top clubs around Europe aren't looking at who we're looking to get in. Mm. Like Mane and Salah, we weren't buying from Barcelona no. and Real Madrid. We were buying from Roma, picking from Southampton, yeah. picking up mm. players all like yeah. Vinaldo. I think every year since Klopp came in, we've actually bought from a relegated mm. club. We all agree he's going to sign his contract anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm surprised we're having this conversation yeah. because yeah. Two, two was it? It was about two months ago. Gris said it was done. So <laughs> this seems like more misinformation. Yeah, potentially, no, no, it is done. he it said is it was bad. done. I mean, yeah, you hear of these deals uh, still not done that were done. No, but it's done because it's just fluid. But you do if yeah. you listen to this it podcast. It yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's ever since I got to know Grizz, this seems to happen more often. I know. Anyway, he's a, as I said, he's an elite manager. Um, he's up there with, you know, him and Pep, best managers, modern managers in the world. Uh, one other manager who's currently not working in the game anymore is uh, Graham Soonis, and he had a few comments in the media. I think it was the Mirror. The last couple of days. Did anyone read it? Yeah, I haven't read. Nope. I haven't read. Nope. I've, I've too busy. I've got to listen to mafia podcasts. Kind of interpret it's what so I think fun. it's about. But there's the word spoofers was mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he, he mentioned there. Uh, <laughs> 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 he mentioned there's a lot of uh, people uh, stealing a living in the game of football at the moment. Fellas that don't know anything about football who are being paid. Uh, high level positions in football yeah fancy um, titles is it yeah and you yeah. talked about like the new language that we have in football mm. and we've often laughed about the law block XG. on this podcast and yeah XG well you know some of it has of course it has he's not a fan of this new terminology no he's not a fan of it he's not having a bar of it no, whatsoever okay. um, it's it's like anything these days like Nobody seems to find a happy medium. Hmm. Of course, like as we evolve as people, as we evolve in any sport, new things happen to improve. Yeah, women play it. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you get um, yeah, yeah, da comments. That's the coming bit. Yeah, da comments yeah. that you'd expect. Yeah, it? the article. There is a bit dinosaur. You it did it. It you screamed the yeah, So <laughs> I mean, Gar, you're a coach, top coach. You're the future of Irish football. <laughs> Barry, Barry. Barry. <laughs> Is your approach traditional or would you be looking to 
a lot of the modern type of uh, not so much the terminology but the techniques that are if you go to any coaching course conference nowadays you're, they're always obviously talking about new, new terminology new transition etc etc mm. but you still have to look to the past like you look at someone like Louis van Gaal who went into clubs and set structures for them clubs and people come in at them and, and, and did different things with that structure mm. and a lot of people give out but the job he did it you know but he put he put a structure back into it and he just had two spoofers coming behind him yeah, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> Yeah, we should have named Rooney say that he was the best coach that he ever walked on there. And I think the, the, the more I read that soonest piece, I wonder we have a bit of a go on Ray as well because there's a person who was fast tracked um, into his UEFA license. Yeah. Into, into, into UEFA A and his pro license, I believe. But I wonder was he having a little pop at him because obviously he's failed. Yeah. Miserably, at my, I don't know, he's ended up somewhere else now, hasn't he? Has he, yeah. Um, so, I wonder if he's having a little, little chip at him. Sioness is never a great coach, so it could be someone down to that. Like, it, it does sound like someone just pissed on his chips, but then again, <laughs> Sioness always sounds like that. Yeah. Uh, th- I do agree, though, that like the game is overanalyzed a bit these days. Like, I can't even watch a build up to a game anymore, a half time analysis, because it's yeah. just pretentious bollocks, to be honest. Yeah. Like, there's every chance he did a big long interview Gosh. with somebody. And they've just picked out those comments because it does make them sound like you're typical, yeah. Yeah, da. But then you got like it's the same when you're reading any article. Like context is very important. Context, like, you, yeah. you don't know what way he meant, but go know how soon this feels like. Yeah, the game. Like if you look in the last twenty years, we never had whole midfielders or number tens. Like if you were a midfielder, you were box to box. And then Claude McAlealy came along, and all of these players. So the game is evolving in a way, like. It's actually so, yeah, strange, to say, it, it, it's strange to say that because you go back, and if you do go back and look at it, those positions existed previously. They were just called something different at yeah. the time. Halfbacks, you know the idea of a halfback is that it was the fellow who was between the centre-back and the midfielder. Right, that, oh. that was how the original defensive midfielder was called. He was called a halfback. He sat in between the lines, and he often played with two. Yeah. To play with two, it, was, it was the WM formation from Bella Gutman's time. Yeah, like this, this is these, and these are the type of things that managers and coaches look into and say, well, how do we get around? Say, four four two comes back into vogue, right? How do you get around that? The 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 good ones look back to how this was beaten before and look to find a new way or a new mm. modernised mm. version. What Jan Coover, the the Coover method, which is really famous in 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 kids' school coaching, right? There's everyone knows a certain level of it because that's what they do in the kids' school camps. But if you go to his ultimate level of coaching on it it's a whole system of playing where you don't lose the ball it's it's the barcelona way that we that we would have thought was 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 um designed under pep but it wasn't it was designed under coover and it was designed under cruyff and under niskins in the in the total footballing system mm. from the dutchers in the 70s all it is is it's brought back into vogue and there's a new level i suppose the, the, the newness that we have now that we haven't seen before is the professionalism in the players it's the athleticism so when they go and do a press or they go and they play with this pressure football or whatever they're bringing a new level of athleticism to it that wasn't there before so that's what that's why it doesn't look like it looked like in the 70s because the lads weren't as athletic and they weren't as professional back then yeah that's, and that's really where, it, that's where the science comes on top of what they're doing but it's really recycling and relearning and reusing what was there before exactly so what you were saying Jan Kilva then was known in the early 2010 years is tiki taka sort yeah. of football like yeah. it, it's like you said it's new terminology just coming along yeah. the whole time and then there's 
people then who won't name names who are robbing a living making up makey up stats that don't really matter like you know what I mean I, I'm not into stats I know some people get off on it but it's just not for me at all like. I think it, it has a, it has an important role to play in the modern game yeah, obviously it's, feels as a, yeah, um, yeah. to identify players yeah I've seen a great thing actually with Gerard and Melwood and he goes in and he sits down with two lads and um, Gerard I think is in charge of the under 18s at the time and these two lads sitting in an office honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Gerard is sitting down like and he said, like, you'd come in here and you have to have a stiff neck because these two lads who never kicked the ball in their life, who never mm-hmm. played at a high level, are mm-hmm. telling you what you're doing wrong. And you mm-hmm. know, so Jarrah's like, you have to kind of get out of your head saying, like, who do you think that you're talking to? Like, yeah. In a I way. guess it's like the same way, like, psychologists would get involved potentially, if they've never, but they've never played the sport. Yeah. But that doesn't mean there's a potential role that they can play. I think at the, the end of the day, I think what, what you've got to remember is, like, if you just take Liverpool and Man City as an example of, you know, we're trying to bridge a gap, yeah? It's only one point at the moment. We're trying to bridge yeah. a gap. Klopp will be looking at any which way he can to bridge that gap next season. And that might not that might not necessarily be 100% through the transfer market. That might not be possible, given what's out there, given the budget and all that sort of stuff. So, like, I'm all for trying to find different ways of making up that ground. You know... You see it time and time again. Teams come up with a way and a formula to outperform the resources that they've got. So, like, I haven't read his article, per, like, you know, line by line. If he's not for trying to find new innovative ways of doing things, then, like, what, like, that's how any business operates on a, it's just, a, a you when know, you look at it, when you look at basis. it, when you look at it, Sionis is probably one of the best pundits out there. Yeah, but he's, he's done in a, in a professional sense as being a coach. Yeah, he be lost in the game. He's not coming back. Yeah. But, you know, Ray, you're dead right. It's only percentages. If that percentage can be done in a room with a laptop, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You know, if that's the, if you can make that difference there, it doesn't really matter they how it's achieved. Translating into points on yeah. the board or yeah. turning a draw to a win. Or. Exactly. Look. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. There's a place for modern technology. Yeah. But if you think you can replicate modern technology in an amateur setting outside of the level of technology that's going into what's being used in the game, yeah. from if you think of Hoffenheim's massive television that you have mm-hmm. to do tactical analysis with the players on the training pitch to show them what they've just been doing on training to show how their lines are out of shape and all that type of stuff. If you think you can translate that by playing and rewinding videos of a match where you're only seeing a fraction of the pitch of whatever's on the camera at the time, then you're mad. What's going to happen is those, these, these teams are now going to start using the spider cam with 360, 360 view, right? So mm. that they will have a full view of the pitch and the players at all times and knowing exactly where it is to bring a new level to it, right? If mm. you think you can track what they're doing just by looking at them and saying that you don't, I have to start to go across because <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of something. And I remember watching it Friday night football, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> when Salah scores the winner, 
they come back from the break early uh-huh. and Jamie Carragher's in the Sky Studio with a VR headset <laughs> <laughs> and he's walking around he goes this is what Mo Salah seen before he took the shot and then it goes onto the yeah. screen and it's like FIFA graphics <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the worst graphical <laughs> visualisation of Ryan Birch and Jeff seen it <laughs> and I just like is this modern football <laughs> and you can even see Carragher on Neville is like <laughs> 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 and Carragher's bought around with a fucking Oculus Rift on <laughs> it's fucking deadly I <laughs> 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 just uh, uh, put me back to that because I remember watching that game pulling me hair down and then yeah. that completely took me out he's going to have them on for the night he's walking around the VR I can't wait for a they could just imagine them you could just imagine the producers coming up to Jamie yeah look after the break Jamie I'm just going to pop this up and then they're going to tell us what Mouse Alice saying for his god like, it's like uh, that programme Nightmare from when we were kids when we used to put the helmet on the, on the kids he was like oh, oh, man, man, what would you say someone's a deal to try to pull a VR they probably <laughs> put it on backwards or something he would lash it through the through yeah. the yeah. Perspex plastic yeah. I don't think he'd be having a bar of a VR headset no. for some reason he can't wait for VR Everyone's moaning about fire. I think it's regressed to be honest with you. Yeah, I thought at the yeah, beginning it had a few yeah, yeah, it had a few teeth and problems, but now it seems to have gone even worse from what I've seen in the Women's World Cup and some of the stuff we're but seeing. Then, yeah, man, Mike Riley, like the the chief of the Premier League saying that they're gonna they're gonna revolutionise it basically. Yeah. That they were gonna use it differently to everyone else and hopefully they do. Well, like, so there's more money there in the Premier League than anywhere else. Yeah. I think if it's if if it's to be achieved Perfectly, it's probably going to be in the, the yeah. league. But well, judged, on, weekend, judged weekend. on some of the things we've seen, like every game is going to have like like plus seven, plus eight minutes at yeah. the end is going to be well, standard. Like you, you, now you look at it. Mm. If they need what what always gets to me is they don't look to a sport that's already got this type of technology in and try to learn the lessons mm. that those guys have already learned yeah. in it. Right, even in, in the likes of, of of cricket and even in tennis in American football, which is a stop start game by its nature. Right, mm. they've already put rings around when you can appeal a decision or not when that comes into play when it doesn't come into play how it happens so if there's if there's a contentious issue or something that's going on somebody's already checking it there's none of this stopping the game they going br- if they bring in appeals that would be mad because they'd no. be calling for mad stuff it'd be too yeah. that but, but Shani yeah. Shani that's already happened fellas are already saying whenever a whistle goes or a goal is given you can see them go to VAR yeah go I know but I think there if there's an actual like if they could throw a flag on the pitch and then they have to go and review it, it like it's, there'd be 15 minutes out there of it because the, that clubs penalty. be calling for everything there should be just there should be just a team Clear an obvious job. Just, yeah. You know, yeah. we, we all know when we're watching a game, I'd like to see that again. Yeah. But the offside calls, if you had six I guys, think the offside calls are brilliant, right? I think they're, they're getting yeah, all the offside calls right, and people are giving out, they're not the giving tight. out the VAR, they're giving about, out about the rule, and they're trying to invent new gr- shades of grey into the rule. Yeah, well, Rex Moy heard the way in the saying, don't let it play on. That's the natural, the, the, if the ref doesn't know what the exact decision was. Yeah, let it go to VAR. The boys in the booth will tell yeah. me if that was offside. It might take an extra five or ten seconds for me to blow the whistle, but so be it. I think everyone, you're going to get moaning. It's again, it's the whole Yada complex. Oh, no, People yeah. are just going to be whinging about no matter what. Yeah. Back to the it, won't, it won't seem unusual to kids coming into no, the game. Now. No, not at all, no. It's spider another example refs. of the game moving yeah. on. Like, yeah. you know 360 I mean? degrees, spoiler cam refs, yeah. not even humans on the pitch. That's the way we need yeah. to go. The one, the, one, the one thing that 
I'm not expert. Well, we, none of us have experienced yet because it, it's only been, I think, used once at Anfield, and that was a cup game. But actually being in the stadium when it's when it's happening and it's going to be interesting because a lot of people were giving out about we that. Know, we're one we're of the only grounds with no screen as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Was Anna Old Trafford, isn't it? There has to be an opportunity to start going. Ooh, <laughs> so, is going to be revealed we're probably going to have to put a, we're going to probably, probably have to put a screen in. an extra board of some of some sort can we get an end of everything they have a huge screen that they put yeah. up to block I mean, out the club the, the, the club's, the club's, the club's George, always so been very anti putting a screen up sure they were anti uh, scoreboard I know we were one of the if last if you at the game yeah, you should know the to, score to, should you see the size of the screens in the American stadiums yeah go around the whole stadium and everything yeah but now like it if you're sitting in the stand and you don't know what's going on, no, I don't think no. it, everyone giving out about the celebrations thing. It's a goal. It's a fucking goal. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm less bothered about that. I'm, yeah, <laughs> but it uh, like like that penalty last night. Uh, the one? last pe- the last penalty in the Copa America. Yeah, it was a shot. The shot. Yeah. It was. I'd be more worried about the game becoming non-contact. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It, was it, there was two penalties there. Yeah, the last one, the one that the one the third your man, in, in that shoulder last pen- to shoulder. In that last penalty though, on the shoulder to the shoulder, your yeah. man looks up before he goes to play the yeah. ball and hits him, right? But just before that, if you look carefully, there's a foul on Everton as well. The fellow pulls him by the shoulder. If you're going by the letter of the law, forget the second shoulder yeah. to the shoulder. It's the one to pull back that Everton plays through himself. So either way it was a penalty. Would you sign Everton? Yeah. Just the whole place burned to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think. No, oh, yeah. Why not? Look, there's nothing better than signing a random tournament player that nobody's ever heard of. Unless his name is Unless Milan Jovanovic. Fucking brilliant. Barros. David Jovanovic. David Jovanovic. If we buy everything, they will be fuming. It'd be great. Yeah. Be, I, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not for it. No. no. <laughs> everything is red. We could. Uh, just make an agreement that his dad doesn't go on the back of his shirt. What's short. his first name? John. John. <laughs> 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 I need to hide this out. Neil. His uncle Manchester <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everton Neil. That's his full name. Little onion, what a weird thing. name. <laughs> Everton Neil. Just if you're from Brazil to name your child Everton. Do you know what's happened in Brazil? They start to call them people English names because for them it's weird. So we're used to like Oh, that Ronaldo is his first name, and the Nielsen and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Right? and a big trend that's happened in Brazil recently is they start to call them by like normal English names like William and Alan and Lucas and all that. Well, that's where it all We never like it, I don't with the way the scouting and the recruitment's done now. I know I don't know whether they're serious about signing him. Like if we were signing him, we would have been looking at him ages yeah. ago. So I don't think they're gonna buy him out the back of the tournament. Yeah, but maybe Bobby's just gone and. Sold it to him. Yeah, I've seen some of the gear Allison. Bobby does be wearing, and so I wouldn't be questioning his judgment to be honest. Some, <laughs> nah, he, he, some he head of head stick to the football. Yeah. Yeah. See the head in them though. Ah, everything, it's, it's something else, isn't it? Everything. Everything's yeah. head. It's like it's, it looks like honey. I shrunk the kids. It's, it's like ah, he looks good. He looks like a good player. And I tell you what, if I was Arsenal, I wouldn't be spunking seventy million on Zaha, who has about twenty goals in nine years. I'd be looking at someone like on today. It's mad the whole uh, inflated Premier League thing that teams just continue to. Yeah, and I think that's more of a reason why we're sitting back and letting everyone else spend mm, my cash mm. and then when the clubs are struggling about FFP before the end of the window, mm. we'll be going in there. and We don't need to be that type of team anyway. No, like, no we made our... I don't think it's a money issue. We've got to succeed us. in that team now. Yeah. We have to be able to do certain things. But, yeah. So with a pool of players out there, yeah. none of them made me a big name. And so we haven't got some, any glare. 
What? Some are malnourished. <laughs> Some of our players need to fucking get a coddle injection. <laughs> Fabino. Ah. Look at that. Yeah. Reggie's probably the strongest player in the team. Though. That's the thing with him. That's it. Like, thing. You've never seen him getting bashed off the ball or not. No. You know what That's, I mean? That was last season. He hasn't eaten over the whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> had a thing. He, he needs a steak. Somebody get that man he a steak. He needs a bit of plumpy enough. The season starts on Thursday. It does, yeah. Are we excited? Yeah, I'll stay home, please. But I can't wait. Like I said, LFC content in the veins. Or the May who wears this mean <laughs> and it's my birthday as well. LFC Happy day trippers. <laughs> I love the small stuff. Like I can't wait to see the way the kit looks on the telly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah. one? The new one. The new new. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I want to see how the white. I want to see the white. I want to see how the white one looks. Yeah, we have only. You know, only wear the last. Yeah, I'm gonna be really interested to see how that third kit looks. Who do you think will play? Looking at the state of that squad, like I had, a, I just wanted to tell you a quick story about preseason. I had a mate who uh, it, was out, it was out, he was out work, and uh, another mate vouched for him, got him a job. Right, first week, Liverpool preseason game, he took the day off to watch preseason. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I'd be fucking wow. taking the day off. No, like, that's no. that's fairly hardcore. Um. I would say they'll get a decent turn out. The best Tram thing in the Tranmere match last year was when Cardius let that one go in the net. Yeah. And, the, and your man was your fucking shite. Yeah. Yeah. Your man must have been yeah. a Liverpool fan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He literally ended Cardius. That sealed his fate, really, didn't yeah. he? did us all a big favour, to be fair. Yeah. He was probably in Madrid and everything. But look, to be fair, we've only got two goalkeepers and one I've never heard of in my life in this squad. So what's the story with Mix? Um, he's not back yet. Because yeah, he was on international duty with Belgium at the Women's World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> the Vegetables World Cup. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. So the Coffee World Cup. I'm just looking at the squad there. Anderson or Royal? the goalkeepers? It's Grabara, Camille Grabara, and Yerslek Yaros. Octavius getting a jersey as well. I heard. Yeah. Mm. Um, but then you've got Anderson Arroyo. I thought they didn't have a war permit for him. So how can he? How can he play in preseason? Uh, he's obviously got one. I think. Mm. Well, I, I, to be honest, it doesn't how matter. It's it, the cliche thing is it's all about fitness. So I'm looking forward to seeing that Vanderberg lad and Brewster. Yeah. Minutes to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm actually more interested to see Harry Wilson because Wilson, I think if we don't yeah. sign, nah, he's gone. if we don't sign anyone, nah, I think he gets a, he gets a run in the squad in nah. cup games and league cup games. You won't. I yeah. think he's gone. Well, he's going to be a, yeah, I mean, he's going to be a real... Too answer. many offers in coming in for him, and then they're not going to... And all those new players as well that Klopp list, listed off, Lalana. Yeah, yeah, new players in theory, really, aren't they? Well, Lalana isn't. Remember, Rogers used to say that. Yeah. It's that used like to make... That that it'd be a fury. Think about it. We had Chamberlain for six weeks of the season last year, so it is like having a new player around. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. Bruce, that didn't get any minutes. He's, yeah. When you, look at, hopeful, when you yeah. look at the depth of the squad... There is three players there that are available now that weren't available that last yeah. season. Okay, yeah. we'd go as for maybe a fifth of the season or... Yeah, and the talk of Klein staying, and I'm not mad at that either, really. Yeah. Well, so I, like, for me, for Klein, like the fact that Moreno's gone and he can cover both sides of full-backs... Yeah. Like, I, I think but we've that's seen him play left-back, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. We've seen and him he play. And the game, one game that he did play last year... He was year, actually decent He was very good. Mm. I mean, but me, I think he probably went to Barmouth as well, the same as Sturridge when he went to West Brom. said, it's actually shy here. Yeah. He'd be better off sitting on the bench and playing me eight or nine games for Liverpool next year and then yeah. getting a nice signing on bonus or, and a nice contract to end yeah. career. Do you think he wouldn't have liked to be Dejan Lovren taking over Absolutely. the stage? Absolutely, yeah. But he probably wouldn't have been because he's not a mobber like Lovren. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's harsh. Nah, that was ridiculous carry on out. 
I think I think the other thing with Klein is maybe if he accepts that he's not going to be playing a part on the international scene if he accepts that because I think that was probably part of us thinking that he still thought he had a future at right back playing for England in the tournament coming up the Euros if he kind of accepts that as part of just being a squad player and maybe getting 15 to 20 appearances he's he's not going to get back in the England squad then that, that then that might be you know what he needs to Except to be able to come back into the squad, otherwise, yeah, just can't. We, I mean, we should get decent enough, decent enough money for yeah. him, shouldn't we? For Klein, yeah, yeah. But if if but one went for five hundred sixteen million, yeah. right? <laughs> he's definitely worth at least twenty five. Of the price, Palace actually. Who's only a fucking an extra out of Flash Garden? I feel like if he's gone <laughs> for twenty, bi- what how much did Villa spend? One hundred twenty-eight million or something. Big part yeah. of why Villa came yeah. to the Premier League. Yeah. So that's probably why they were. They weren't reluctant to spend that money on them, like you know what I mean. It's still mental. one man's tra- one man's trash is another man's treasure, as what they say, isn't it? So yeah, but Sean, you said about centre backs. If Tyrone Mings is going for twenty six and a half million, like Van Dijk must be worth at least a hundred and seventy eight. Oh, but the million. thing is, like everyone's yeah. going on about Van Dijk's fee. Like if he didn't make a pause in the first place, you would have gone him for fifty million. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So. And even now, seventy five million is looking like a steal. And then if you know you go and pay seventy five million by Maguire, well then it just makes it look even better again. Yeah. yeah. So th- like we're not in the bu- we don't have to do that anymore. We're not panicking anymore and running the club saying how much do you want? Which yeah. which which will lads yeah. out of the squad do we reckon will play in Rangers this year or Newcastle? Storage. Depending which Rangers, I'd say. Easier to answer that one after a few weeks of this preseason. We'll the man Nat Phillips is there. I'm convinced he was there like when Camacho and I was there. Well, not Camacho, remember those well, lads? He, he was a weird one because he looked really good in preseason. Camacho, Camacho did. Pacheco. He obviously just didn't didn't want to hang around. And I guess everyone sees their careers developing differently, don't they? You know? mm. A lot of our prospects now are uh, foreign imports like Hoover and Van der Berg. Like, 
Yeah. And yeah, I don't know whether that was because of the lack of signings. But... Mm. But if that's the case, then why aren't they doing it for Lee Harvey Oswald from Fulham? Like, because... To be fair, much is he brought in for? He's called, he was well, he's seventeen Three, as well. Oh, that's it. only broke. That's only broke. Nah, it hasn't been announced yet. But we'll, we'll have to pay. So we don't we'll have the penalty because look what no, we, we did with Danny Ings. We have to pay. We just said it was going to Troy but you know, never went to Troy. Van der Berg was far less. Yeah, but the, see, the, and that's the thing as well with Van der Berg that I forgot to mention. Sorry, I think the fee for Van der Berg goes up to four and a half million if he plays three hundred and fifty games. Wasn't it? Yeah, if yeah. he plays three hundred and fifty games for Liverpool, you wouldn't put that clause in the contract. You wouldn't sign the contract if you thought that was not going to happen. Yeah, I think he is being looked at in the long. And I think that's what we're actually doing now. Like, we're like because uh, I seen someone saying it that like. We missed out on him, just missed out on Mbappe at Monaco. We were actually, when he was at Monaco, we were looking to get him. Yeah. And then he blew up. We he played a few games in the PS, for, uh, in the Champions League, ended up at PSG. The Ligt is another one who blew up yeah. all of a sudden. Or maybe we're just being proactive here yeah. and saying, right, if you can get them before they make that move. Like the mistake that we made with Virgil, he was offered to us from Celtic. Yeah. And uh, Rogers decided it wasn't a good idea to bring someone down yeah. from Scotland. You know, a bit mad. Yeah. See what Rogers signed the elements now, and they signed your man Iosi Perez mm-hmm. at Leicester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're putting together a nice little squad there. And Tolvan as well. Yeah, Florent Tolvan as well was a good sign. They'll they'll be looking to break the top six, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They'll be looking for Europe because they've more stability than United and Arsenal. Well, don't forget they only won the league a couple of years ago as well. Yeah, that was fucking mad. I know, I know. I think they won the league with sixty points or something. <laughs> for, uh, for for Rogers, won't he? Yeah, you know, like he didn't get the whole of last season, but this season now he's back. He's got full control. He's making signing his own players. We're going to see now if he's an actual. We definitely studied the ship. They were definitely yeah. playing Here's a question better. Here's a question, you, right? And it goes back to the Harry Wilson thing, right? If we were having this type of summer, right? And Sporzy, we were, we were. We, no, we, summer. no, if we were having this type of summer and we, were, we suddenly saw your man Harry Wilson from Derby who's after having a, a, an immense season, right? Mm. All of us would be thinking to ourselves, I wonder if they'll send him back out alone or is he somebody that's going to be in the first team or not next season? Mm. Right? The only difference is he was our own player that we sent out on loan. Mm. I'm not saying he has mm. I'm not saying he's gonna make it, but you look at the you look at the the Jack Clark thing at the Spores and signed them from Leeds and they've sent him back to, to Leeds again. And when he was made, everyone's thinking that's a great sign of Spores. It is that, but but it is. It isn't. Who knows? Because they, they've said them, if it was really that good, they would have they would have been straight into the squad straight away. So I think we've you know potentially we have a player who's had a full season now. He's going to be given a pre season the opportunity to show if he has the ability to step. Yeah, Harry Wilson's not that young. No, he's not. He's not. A, he's, Harry Wilson's twenty. No, he's 20 isn't he? Yeah, he's well into his twenty. No, he's he's not that, that's not no, young he's anymore. Not. He's older than Mbappe. No. Yeah, and I'm quite surprised to see that Van Dijk's twenty eight. Yeah, I thought I was younger. Yeah. I'm a bit, I'm I was disappointed. A bit scared. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's a, he's a centre-back. Yeah, but yeah. he lost the length of Klopp's contract. Klopp is looking at that going, three years, I've never heard, job done, bang, mm. don't have to worry about replacing Van Dijk again. It's yeah. mad out of all I just can't imagine life after Van Dijk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You cling so. on for dear life for Van Dijk, you will. What age is Alisson? Van Dijk, 26. But we like we've you know we've, we've got like two seasons. Oh, I think we go back to future Ballon d'Or winner. We've two or three. Years that I don't like that talked bollocks. Who Virgil or keeper should never win. I think he even said himself, keeper should never win Ballon d'Or. Shouldn't even be in contention. He would have if he wouldn't have conceded that penalty last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that if ever there's a valid show for a goalkeeper being 
Golden Ball winner or whatever the fuck it's called, Ballon d'Or, Golden Ball. Um, he would be a good show. I don't know. I don't think he's actually um, that good. No, he That's is good, but no, but he, no, he is good, but he's. I, I, it's not blatantly in your face good, if that makes sense. Yeah, because he makes it look easier. Yeah, he, he makes it look easier than it is. He's not. He's not. He's not necessarily. He's not pulling off. Van Dijk is in yeah. your there's face no, um, There's no compilation of Mad Series. From Van Dijk is in no. your face good. No. Yeah. You yeah. could yeah. probably put. You could probably still put a compilation of Nick saves, saves that are better than the Allison saves yeah. uh, to the naked eye, to the untrained eye. Yeah. You probably could. Most of Allison saves look so amazing when you watch it the second time, as mm. opposed to what happens. The first time mm. you just go. That wasn't a bad save. Oh, it was again. the one uh, yeah. going back to last season. I don't know what it was. Napoli? No, it was, that was, last another, there was an, another one even. I can't remember. I think we played we played someone late in Anfield. I think, it, no, it was... That Bournley save was ridiculous as well. Top corner I think job. I might have been... Did we, no, that was in the last game of the season. Anyway, I can't remember who it was, right? The, the ball dropped in the... It was Bournemouth at home in Anfield. And in Anfield. the ball away. But no, yeah, man, the ball dropped to Yaman King in the box and it looked like he blasted over the bar. And I goes, what a fucking miss. The camera went back and it was the most ridiculous sound I've ever seen in my life. He, like, he literally banged it over with his wrist. I was like, like point blank, like, you know what I mean? He makes the, that messy one last week. He reads it. The ball is like right in the top corner. But he reads it and just, mm. it's like he's picking across. Yeah. He's ended Messi's career. I swear to God Messi's never going to be banned for the next few international competitions he's never going to win an international competition thus can never be considered the greatest player of all time nah but talking about Syria like Van Dijk is it even has a half decent start to the season because I think the the vote is done for that in October. Yeah, yeah. If he even has a half decent start to the season, like if it's another job where Liverpool have conceded four goals in the league by October, win the Super Cup against Chelsea, little things he, like that. He's a show in, isn't he? Score predictions for the uh, Tramir, and we won't wow. have another pod before the Bradford game. We will. So. Uh, it's on Sunday. Gav has 19 pods a day. Do you know what a club? Oh, a win on penalties for some. Next goal, the winner. Next time. Yeah, so he Everton lost in penalties last night. Did no, he yeah, didn't. Yeah. He scored against the Coronado. He scored the fourth goal in the Copa America. You know, it's the only relevant Everton. They were the uh, 70th best team in Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? They were missing a few uh, players because they played the Cricket World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and Pickford was playing a goal pretending to be somebody else. He was wearing 49 or something. They were winning games 25 nil last year as well. Nah, it doesn't uh, bode very well, does it? It's Tram- really FC. Tramere's on tour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Eight Bruce. That's getting six. No. Yeah. Look, look. I'm really. Four nil. I'm really looking forward to seeing the likes of Bruce there now. I mean, Klopp has talked up. He's going to have to play. It's going to be the highlight for me for the preseason. Is that lad, Bobby Duncan? Trying to force things. He was, he, was, he was back training today. Literally, never heard. Like he's a make you pro Evo player. Steve Jarrah's cousin. Yeah, that's great. And Glatzel's with him as well, is he? He's supposed to be the player. Him and Glatzel are with him. Who? He's a young German in the national field. What's his name? Glatzel. Paul Glatzel. Sounds like a music festival. Glatzelberry. I think we'll leave it there. We didn't know any predictions. Well, I said four I nil. Predictions. Shawnee gave me a prediction. Ray gave me a prediction. You need to We were talking about something else. Give us a prediction. Feel the I I'll go for three all draw. Three all draw. <laughs> yeah, realistic. Uh, Gar. Three nil Liverpool. Three nil. Liverpool. <laughs> there's no. There's no. There's no yeah. Van Dijk and there's no Trent. There's no yeah. Robertson. 
Yeah, but they have your man who, who fucking took the piss out of Carrius last year. So How did we get our last year against them? Was it 3-0? No, because Carrius 3-1 in the net again. Oh yeah, 3-1, was it? Right. Well, who, who that goal Bradford didn't count. Then? Bradford, yeah. Good side then. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Winter still playing for them. What day is that match on against Bradford? Sunday. Great. And then a couple of weeks later, there's Dortmund and a neutral ground. Is and then, then the big one. It's America, it's America, isn't it? They played three games in America, so. Yeah. Fenway, Yankee Stadium. No today. Who are they playing no there? They're playing um, Lisbon. Sporting, aren't they? That's when they signed Bruno Fernandes. That's what I mean. That has to yeah. be. That has to be. That was. So then we play Leon the following week. Yeah. We get Fekir yeah. in that yeah. game. Yeah. So instead of us signing players, we're just going to wait till we're playing them, and then we can pick them up there. Yeah. And then we're playing uh, behind closed doors, up in Palace Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear now. Against Bluebell. Yeah. No, they're going to sign Tony Griffiths. <laughs> <laughs> Back up to the strikers. <laughs> Right. <laughs> one for the future is he yeah. one for the future oh he's over the hill but he'll give you a bit off the bench you know what I mean <laughs> Ricky Lambert Ty Busy yeah his XG is great yeah it is yeah right we'll definitely leave it there this being a club your host and the young making trippers fun again <laughs> Carbrain Dex <laughs> Phil Casey still talking Ray Dickinson no, it's not. It's not. Ray Dickinson. Honestly, I've seen it. Representing the Frown Liverpool and Shawnee Lawson. Shawnee Shawn has lost my Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try this stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Sports Social Podcast Network.